You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Y'all, come at us if you've heard the term slippers. I was just told by someone sitting across from me mm-hmm. that they'd never heard someone use the term slippers except in a fairy tale. I really haven't. We called them house shoes growing up. I didn't know what I've house never shoes heard were. that term. Y'all, I'm having a watermelon uh, white claw. Yes. We've got Kristen Davis. Oh my God, Charlotte, she's my favorite. She must be the king. That sex in the city money must have run out. You've got two cheers in a cup before you knock me up. This is labor of Like five times. Sperm in my pussy. Ooh, this is sticky. From uh, Lena and Joshua's gift, a watermelon in the white claw. I love. And I'm having some stoli. People were <laughs> really upset that I did not like the lemon one. <laughs> really? I do think it would be good with vodka. Now, how, y'all, I'm going to drink these white claws, but then I'm going to say, come at me. If you've had a hard moon, because I had one of those, and holy fuck, they're What's good. What's that? They're, so, White Claw, Trulies, Madly, yeah, Deeplies, whatever they're called. <laughs> fuck me. Fuck me. Mm-hmm. They're all malt liquor, basically. Okay. Hard moons are basically vodka sodas. They have vodka in them, Ooh, and then a mixer. I could do that. They are good, and you don't get as hung up, because malt liquor gives you I, a bad yeah, I, hangover. I, I think that's why I don't really love them. Um... But anyway, I grew up saying, you said, you didn't grow up saying slippers. My grandmother wore bedroom shoes. I want to know what not people have. I bet people have weird names for this. I'm excited. Um, come so at y'all us. come at us with your names. Did you call them house shoes? I house also shoes. say that I don't wear shoes indoors of any kind because my mother didn't. My mother, Now, if it is cold, I will put slippers on my feet. This one says that he wears, quote unquote, house shoes all the time. I wear just like little sand. Because I, he doesn't like his feet to be 
I have Birkenstock Birkenstocks that I use as house shoes. So but that you way, you just wear shoes. You put them on the couch. You just wear shoes everywhere. Um, no, I take them off when I get on the couch. So then you put your shoes on to go to the kitchen to get yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that? I mean, just questioning. Is that normal? If, if it is, okay. I had a house at home with carpet, and I would never do that carpet. But when you have hardwood floors, because we had kitchen carpet, but what's too. the difference? Yeah, what's the difference? Come at me Wait. if you had kitchen carpet. Kitchen carpeting? That was the style in Oklahoma in 1979 when they what built our house. What the fuck? Yeah, it's like a very short, <laughs> almost like commercial carpet. Come at That's me. That's filthy. We used to have kitchen cart. That was the style. What I was, would you get? Was, like, what if you got food on it when it, you're preparing? That, very short, like like you like in a fucking business, like really short hard carpet. But still, we had it looked like wood. What if you spilled something? We had carpet that looked like a wood panel floor because it was 1979 <laughs> when we when my father built our house. I've never heard of kitchen carpeting it, it was, ever. But, I mean, of course, you would never have it now. No, I just can't even imagine why anyone would think that'd be a good idea. It's not, probably. My <laughs> Aunt Peggy still has it in her kitchen because she said, I just prefer it. I don't like to cook on a cold floor. I, and then she said, but that spot right there is where Lori took out a piece of pie and didn't realize it was so hot. And she dropped the pie tin, burned my carpet. <laughs> and that was 10 years ago. Okay, so she still talks After about it. After she had just gotten the carpet. Just okay. redone her kitchen. I have a problem with carpet in general. Um, no, I, don't I prefer want hardwood it. floors. I don't want it. But walking around barefoot on a hardwood floor and tile floor, I don't like it. You what, can feel what grime. You? you can feel grime under your feet. Stick, yeah, but stick things stick to your life. Feet. I have come over here to other people, and like your people put their feet up, and the bottom of their feet are black. I don't want that. That's I like, life. I don't like that. You know, I'm black. Thing. Yes, they are not. They're just a little bit they're, stained. They're fine now. Although I have been before. You put your feet up and they are black. Yeah, I clean my floors though. Yeah. Now. Um, anyway, y'all, come on us at what you call slippers or house shoes. And do you wear them in the and house? And your mother called them bedroom shoes. My mother called them bedroom which shoes. Which make me imagine your mother wearing high, red high heels getting <laughs> fucked in a bedroom. I think that's gross. <laughs> like red shoe diaries. Yes. Yeah. Full Bed, on. Bedroom shoes. Uh, I, I bet people have weird names for this. I bet they do too. Uh, I'm gonna like this. One. I still don't. I still can't get past wearing them when it's not cold. Maybe people do. I'm know. always amazed when people tell me about their lives. Um, yo, this is labor of love. Labor Sorry. of love. This is Ninety Day Gays presents labor, labor of, love. of love. What was that long? That was a four minute digression about house shoes. <sighs> I still, I still understand the term house shoes. Well, I don't because and I, the weirdest thing is you weren't brought up when you 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 and I and I and I mandated you would wear shoes in my house and you and when we used to wear when you used to live in our house when we lived together you wore shoes and mm-hmm. I had a real problem with that because I was taught you take off your shoes at the door and you don't ever wear them and if it's a house with carpet I grew up with that I think it's that. Where I grew up, and, and it's better now, but you got the style where I'm from. Homes weren't old. You yeah. Think Oklahoma wasn't state till 1905. So any home I was ever in was not built maybe before, maybe 1960, 1965. Okay. And in the late 60s, 70s, early 80s, hardwood floors were not the fashion. But why it would you wear shoes? Carpet. It was all carpet. 
If I walked into a house with carpet, I would take off my shoes. But so I'm just not accustomed to walking on a hardwood floor barefoot all the time. Interesting, because I never grew up with hardwood. See, I grew up with carpet in my living room. My shoes, but we had slate and linoleum the rest of our house. We We did not have linoleum in the bathroom, and that's it. But I wouldn't think of a carpet. I will take off. It's my instinct to take off my shoes. Hardwood floor, I don't think about it as much. But it just tracks in dirt. No. I agree, and I do take off shoes. And now you take off your shoes in my house, which I appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. You really don't in mine. I do. I take them off immediately. He does not. That is not true. That was there last time. No, no, that is not true. I will take my shoes off immediately when I'm in a house, when I'm in someone's house. I don't know. Like if I'm I'm going over to some guy's house to get fucked, I take my shoes off immediately to send him a message. This is a done deal. Well, (laughs) usually he probably has a foot thing and he's going to like suck on your toe while he's fucking you. (laughs) He's just worshiping my feet. All right. (laughs) I'm not into feet, but if you're into my feet. You've got issues with feet. And I think that's at the root of your house shoe obsession. Maybe. Yeah. Y'all, so come ask us about that. That was a long digression. So, I still don't understand her issues with feet. But. Ja- Jackie Weisman just yelled at the thing. Can we move on? <laughs> Can we get on with it? Guy. Y'all, it's a Friday. We're going to get a Facebook I'm message just, about this. I know. <laughs> She's got it. It'll be very you know loving. What? Y'all, love us for our faults. It's love true. us for our faults. Not because, not, not all, not, not trying to get over our faults, but love us for them. Love us for them. Um, this let's ep- get into crazy stupid bear. <laughs> this is crazy stupid bear. This is a s- episode two of Labor of Love. Now we want to remind you. I think there's a uh, a really hairy guy I used to date who's in my phone as crazy stupid bear. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, we're going to remind you that this episode is on the Patreon and it's on right now on the regular podcast. <laughs> If you're going to tune in, if you're binging this and you're going to episode three, it's at the, you got to join the Patreon at the $5 Join the Patreon or suffer. Or suffer. So just letting you know, host. All right. Um, Let's talk about Budge. Budge. He won't skydive. We found the origin of the name Budge and it's as riveting as you'd expect. Somehow, my daughter called little brother to Budge. Budge in there, and then she produced something where she dug out of storage. I mean, for the his, show that his was parents a seem cute. I find the concept of these parents this it's early weird. on. It's they should be bringing them in uncomfortable. Um. So anyway, so Budge is it um, is uncomfortable. He doesn't like skyrocketing, skyrocketing, skydiving unless you're no Ange- bungee jumping unless you're Angelo's father, and we're gonna get to that. <laughs> The extras from Goodfellas. Oh my <laughs> God. Uh, y'all, Budge is a traditional conservative American male, as he puts himself. Um, and he just wants to find an American woman. Y'all, when people. It would be the wrong way when he said that. Yeah, when people discuss dis- describe the themselves as traditional conservative American males, they're also into stuff like scat play and yeah. pegging. And Pegging. piss play. Yeah, they say they're conservative. And nookie nookie. Yeah. And you know what nookie nookie is, right? I don't want to ask. <laughs> it, I don't want to ask. I made it up, but I'm going to make it up. So I'm going to make up Great. something. It's when you take your jizz. Great. And you act like it's lotion and rub it all over their body. <laughs> Great. So you, they're kind of sticky and they go, I'm all nookie nookie. <laughs> 
Wow. Don't ever do that, y'all. Don't, Don't ever, ever do, do that. that. <laughs> wow. Jizz is not moisturizing. It does make it seem like, though, he's going to be <laughs> freaky deaky and he's not going to want her to work. I agree. That's what I, he seems like. That he's Maybe a, that's my own judgment. To be honest, he's just a terrible reality show contestant. He's, he's boring. Just, yeah. No, he's just, he won't go with anything. He yeah. won't go with anything. He's bad for sound bites. He's he's, he's going to be. I could tell you at the beginning of this episode he's going home because I've watched enough of these shows, y'all. And there's a lot of shit I wouldn't do in real life, but if I was, if I was on reality TV, you're I'd, up for anything, I'd do y'all. Because you know do what, it. you're kind of getting paid to be there. Yeah. So guess what? Because all these people are getting paid. Um, Stewart described him as a curmudgeon, and I thought that was it's apropos. A, it's, I also think he's also. Just uh, his name kind of sounds like curmudgeon. That's true. And later on, when uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just laughing at what you're gonna say. What later on? Later on, when Christy even says something to him about, yeah, he just wouldn't budge. <laughs> and I'm like, you just used his name as a verb. Yeah. <laughs> Which Wait, is, could you find another word possibly? Well, I think that was the point. I think it was. I, it, but they did it in all seriousness. But it's kind of which like is kind of a problem of yeah, the show. That, like, yeah, make oh, that, exactly. Make, make that, that a joke. joke. Make that a joke. That have he a just, how to sound effect that goes boing. Yeah, literally have her saying, and you know, he, he just wouldn't budge. Wee, wee, wee. And then we'd all laugh. And, yeah. But instead, it was very serious. And then three tap dancing queers come out. <laughs> he and, just wouldn't <laughs> budge. He wouldn't go the other way. <laughs> He tried it in his ass. He tried it in his mouth. And at the end, he wasn't gay. That paid off. Well done. I allowed that to happen. Thank you. Um, so let's move on. Um, uh, so y'all, bus, bus, bus. Budge is into freaky deaky it, shit. Speaking of freaky deaky, before we forget, we're going to remind you, we are watching... Uh, not Little Shop of Horrors, Hobag, um, <laughs> Rocky, Rocky Horror, Horror Picture Show. Rocky Horror Have Picture Show. Have you ever seen it? Yeah. Okay. Didn't for square. some reason. Didn't Texas is at the beginning. For some reason, what's wrong with your head? I don't know. You're all red. I don't know. Oh, it might have been leaking from your hair dye. Maybe. Yeah. Um, maybe. I was kind of thinking maybe I'll do that when I cut your hair too. You want to dye my hair? I think it'd bring out your skin tone in your eyes. I don't think I want you to dye my hair. I think it's time. No. <laughs> Y'all, we are gonna. I'm. I'm going to allow him to cut my hair. Um, I may need a lot of feels before that. Um, but so we are going to be doing um, Rocky Horror Picture Show the watch on Saturday, chat. five on Saturday. p.m. Pacific, eight p.m. Eastern. Yeah, so tomorrow. So check that out. The original, because that y'all that kind of fucked me up. Like not that fucking Ryan Murphy one. That was garbage. Absolute garbage. Because honestly, y'all, I love Laverne Cox. But to make a trans woman Rocky Horror takes all of the teeth out of the tr- the complete and utter like uh, uh just a, 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 like appalling nature of a man in 1970s dressing that way. Well, because it's kind of a Rocky Horror is it's a it's a period piece. Yeah, and it subverts to have a trans woman who looked amazing in it. Because Tim Carrick Curry looked like a man in a looked corset. Looked like a man in a, and that's and that jarring. Was, yeah. You need something, you need that jarring. Yeah, and she looked amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I get it. Yeah. It's, it was a, it was a, a, a move. I try, I understood what they were trying to do, 
but it it didn't work. Oh God, move on. He's on his soapbox. <laughs> all right. Don't you ever tell me to move on. Yeah. Ever. I just do what you do to me all the time. Um. So no, I say book report this. In other words, be quicker. Um. So you guys, uh, Walker. They're they're told to dress their best, and we have some more of Walker's family and his niece. I can't remember her name. Uh, she's like <sighs> Libby. Uncle Walker's weird. He don't make his bed. But he dresses nice and wears pointy shoes. And all I can think of is, this is me as a child, because I overshared all the time. And that poor woman was your mother that <laughs> just was like, probably shouldn't have said that. I was told that when I would go up to see, when I would go up, you know how the kids go up for the children's sermon? like, And the, the, the youth pastor or the children's pastor said, and now we like to invite all the children up to the for the children's sermon. And it's usually a well-meaning woman who submits to her husband. Uh, true. And <laughs> she's like, and you know why Jesus said this was bad? I'm like, I know. And so I would answer every question. And my mom says, honey, you can't, you can't answer every question, okay? Sometimes you need to keep your mouth shut. You don't need, mm. you don't need to be, you don't need to say everything. And when I, and one time, uh, I think her name was Ellen. She's like, and you know what? We're going to, Jesus turned water. We're going to drink some grape juice. And Jesus turned water into wine. And I said, oh, we're having wine. Yay. And really loud in church. And she's like, no, we don't do that in church. This was the Methodist church didn't drink wine. We were there for a while. And I said, we do. We make it at home. <laughs> And my mother just sank down in her chair and went, cool. Hell, am I going to talk my way out of this one? You know, I I really love, um, I love Young Sheldon. That's a really great show. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I don't like The Big Bang people Theory. People like it. It's nothing like The Big Bang yeah, Theory. People it's like a it. lot like the Goldbergs. Yeah. And I watch that and I think, I guess this is what Poodle's life was like. Yeah, because he's kind of close. A little, I've seen it before, y'all. He's a little Sheldon's off. gay. He yeah. never came out, but, but I mean, I relate to a lot of things too. But uh, anyway, I do think about you a lot. Annie Potts is his grandmother. And that boy is fantastic. The the father, the writing's fantastic, yeah. and the acting's fa- y'all. I highly recommend Young Sheldon. Um, but yeah, I was the told the finale made me cry. I was told not to answer all the questions at children's sermons. <laughs> Because I was making the other children look bad. <laughs> All right. Anyway. We got to talk um, about this show. Yeah, I am. No, I was just saying, we, we're on tangents today. Um, y'all, we've had a, both a crazy day, so we're just I like, know. So, y'all, they go glamping. They go glampy, and it's Christy and Kristen in the woods. I still think that Christy was Christy and Kristen. A bad, bad choice. choice. And she tells him that she's going to get a one-on-one with the men, and that they're going to use a um, prank. A prank bear to scare them. A very realistic bear. <laughs> I mean, it kind of was. No, it wasn't. In the dark. Have you ever seen a bear up close? I grew up with, yeah, like, we when I, I saw a bear. <laughs> I have experience with bears <laughs> in the wild. How you avoid them is you present your backside to them. <laughs> and you go, ah! you And pretty soon you feel that tapping on the back door and you know <laughs> you reeled them in with that honey. <laughs> um, in the dark. Notice they kept it really dark. They did. It was the bear very did not dark. look real. No. Um, so 
we get a little bit of Kyle's parents. I have to say, they seem cool. Boring. They seem like fun hippies. <laughs> um, so everybody's dressed really nice. Can I just ask you one question? Yes. Do you think Kristen Davis has dentures or a little bit of a lisp? Or yeah, she something? always has a speed. Yeah, yeah, even a Charlotte. I you just never watched the show. I never the watched City. the show. It was bothering me. You should really watch that show. I people people it's have the come. first season. At By least. the way, thanks for that. Thanks for shaming me about it because people came for me. You're actually the one that brought it up. You said I have a confession to make, <laughs> but and no, then I shamed you. No, then you shamed me. And then I shamed you. Then you shamed me appropriately. Um, so <laughs> they got all these duffel bags because they told them to dress their best, which made no sense. So and they're, they're just were punking them. They're this random producer who comes on. It's like Q Q Ranger. Yeah, like it was a weird reality. It was like a, something that they left in that should have been edited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was weird. Um, so it was very theatrical. The ranger tells them not to run with bears, but to ri- widen your stance and yell, "Get, get, get!" Now I was told by a bear to widen my stance before, <laughs> and then it wasn't "get" I yelled, but "Stick it in!" <laughs> I have been told by a couple of bears to get, <laughs> to stop calling, mm-hmm. stop texting them, mm-hmm. stop sending me butthole pics. <laughs> so I get it. And you know what? It worked. <clears throat> I left. Just what, what, remember, remember when, when dealing with bears, never approach from the rear. <laughs> never. Never. So Budge is already like, guys, I want to go. This sucks. I thought he was going to quit right there. I kind of thought he would. Yeah. I wish he would have. Um. Anyway, he does refer to himself in the first person. Camping isn't, isn't how Bush Budge rule rolls. <sighs> Ugh. I bet he's he's just gross. So <sighs> Christy, then she starts seeing the guys. We're not. We don't get. We don't see that she's with everyone, but she does get one on one time time alone with every guy. Yeah. First, she meets Mario, and Mario's like. Hey, hey, how are you, Mario? Mario, and he is—he is Latino. I know he said it. We said it, we thought he was Italian, but he is he's Latino. Latino. He's Puerto Rican. Oh yeah, because he says it at the end. Yeah, which makes you more attracted. Makes to Makes me wet. Yeah, yeah. Goosh. <laughs> um, Puerto Ricans, y'all are way up there. Woo, as for me. Sean Pulaski says, top of the dick chain, mm-hmm. and Dominicans too. Boy. Really, she says Brazilians, and that's <sighs> probably true. They're way up there, y'all. If y'all haven't watched. If you have never seen a Brazilian pe- penis, you Google, Google some Brazilian porn. Uh, gay, straight, not uh, at work. The gay porn, pr- Brazilian gay porn, I can highly recommend. <laughs> Chef's choice, Chef's really, choice. at this point. I don't know what they're saying. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I think I learned it. I'd like, hey, hey. Okay, aye. this is just racist. So <laughs> No, that's just what they say. They do say that a lot. Then they do say poppy a lot. They do say poppy. I've heard. Yeah. Um, so anyway, y'all, Mario is like, he asked her, "How many, do you care? Like, what type of kid you want to have?" And then he immediately interrupts her. Co- I want two boys. He's like, "I want two boys. <laughs> don't say girls. <laughs> girls are icky. Girls are goo. I don't want cooties. <laughs> boys are made of snails and puppy dog tails. Girls are bad. Girls are bad. Anyway, yeah, he he doesn't. He really doesn't win any. Uh, uh, that didn't go well. There. And yeah. Then, and then Angelo takes another tactic, which... The narc tactic. <laughs> which, would this be from the book of... No, this wouldn't be from the book of Poodle. No, I don't you narc. Be, you would be also be way more... Um, he was just too obvious. Yeah. Uh, you, here's when you narc. <laughs> you narc when you're further down and you make you think everyone else is your friend. 
Uh, and then you turn on them at the very last minute. Y'all, you need to get me on a reality show. <laughs> I I've would tried. I would be great. I'd be I'd be really good on Big Brother. He would win. Yeah, I'd be really you good on Big Brother. You should audition for Big Brother, but yeah. I think I'm we're good t- with mine. I think I'm our profile's a little too high, strangely enough. No, I think we're are you saying we're, I'm too old? No, we're in the weird age. Either you need to be old, old, or you need to be young. You know what? You're right. Like 40s. That still hurts, they though. They don't care. You could have said that we were too high profile. We're not. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Why would I start now? You don't lie to me. So, That's our friendship. Um, so, Angelo, y'all, narks way too early, because you still need to be in a good sh- uh, place with the rest of the group. Yeah. You still need to be not hated. He just cemented himself. Yeah. But he basically narked on Alan about forgetting her name. Yes. Uh, he narked on Budge about wanting to get home. And he yeah. basically said that Gary, they called him Ted Bundy, which is a low blow because Gary is socially awkward. Well, comparing someone to a fucking serial killer. Who murdered women. Yeah. Which Poodle has said that about people on 90 Day Fiance. So... I realize we don't have a leg to stand on. No, but I, I can do whatever I want because I'm an arbiter of That's all true. of this. And I'm a cultural You're critic. You're not on 90 Day Fiance. I know. At the tell-all saying Paul looks like someone who always has fire in his eyes. <laughs> or Paul is what Jeffrey Dahmer would look like if he grew up in North Carolina and was straight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But I can say things like that because... It's a joke, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Um, anyway, so Matt uh, is the the date after that, and he doesn't. When she says, you know, people have told me things, bad things about people. Some people don't even know my name. He's like, I know your name. He didn't narc. He did not narc, and I loved that. Uh, Matt has totally. I'm totally team Matt. After yeah, this. I kind of am too. You know what? I love even before he said. I'm before she even said that he said people said bad thing bad things. The first thing he said was, "Are you okay?" Yeah, he asked about her. Honestly, he's my favorite and, uh, right now, and I like his parents too. Yeah, um, and, I but, think he always has mom. Oh yeah, I like his mom. Yeah, the white which, hair, uh, chiclet teeth. Y'all, if he was, <laughs> if he's those a, are that's some teeth whitening. But if he was Woo! raised by a single mom, I mean, yeah. I think his dad died. I oh, don't his know. His dad did die because he was close to his dad. Because his dad. Oh, you're right. Dad taught him how dad to fly. <laughs> and that weird interchange. Um, and Matthew isn't, or Matt. He goes by both. He's maybe. not necessarily my type, but he does have beautiful eyes. Really oh, I'd ride blue. his face all night long. Wow. <laughs> wow, that was descriptive. <laughs> um, but he is handsome. But. Um, he says, I know your name. And then he, I was kind of upset by the bear because he was telling a really interesting story about eighth or ninth grade. Yeah. And, and I then the really bear missing. came in. But he was like fucking freeze. Y'all, this this is the whole concept of the bear on this show made this solidly in the Fox reality show competition. But it kind of made sense in the end. It's ridiculous. It was a. I love this show. I thought it was a good device. No, I enjoyed it. Because, I, to be honest, if you're in the Bachelor frame of mind, the kind of ABC reality shows, um, uh, different networks do their own kind of reality shows. ABC treats itself very seriously. T- takes love very seriously. Yeah. Fox, in general, they're trying to fuck with their audience. Yeah. And they're trying for their audience to have some fun. Mm-hmm. However, this woman's eventual happiness and finding love is not fun 
but they're trying to make it fun. Yeah. That's such a Fox thing to do. I agree. And it's and it really is mocking it. But it's it is mocking. However, I will say you do see how these men react to that bear. You do see a little bit of their personality. Agreed. Types. How does this square for you? With when she says, how are you going to protect me with her concept of being an independent woman? Do you shave your armpits? Uh, no, I trimmed them, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I always how, trim them. How's trimmed? What? I just trimmed them shorter. I always trim them short. I never shave them. Only when we do cabaret. It's like you've shaved them. No, only when we do cabaret. Are you a swimmer that I don't Actually, know about? I don't shave them. I get them sugared. It's way better for your skin. Not that anybody needs to know that, but we're going to have one person who's going to send us a Facebook message. I love sugary! And I'm going to love you for it. So, anyway, so the, he, like, protects the bear, and then Alan comes out. He protects her really well. It's very Yeah, but moving. What we were talking about, how does this square with the, the, with the woman, the empowered women thing, where she's like, I want a guy to protect me who's going to protect our family. I, you know... I don't, I think there is, I don't know, I mean, yes, it is a man-woman thing because they are man-woman. Yeah, it's laughable. But, but I'm a, mainly a man, <laughs> um, and I would want to know, I do want to know something that was really important to me in my relationships is I do want to be with a guy that is good in a crisis, and if they're not good in a crisis, I don't want to be with them. Because I don't, I need to trust them that it, when, if something freaky happens, they've got it. I understand. Crisis, yes. But, but it's this, could, this th- yes, I'm just saying a bear uh, being, a, a bear coming up is like a Benny Hill sketch. Or a Benny Hill. It, uh, it's. In the words of 90 Day Fiance, it, it 300% is. Uh, <laughs> I agree with that. And also, you're talking about something that could not be more. Men are men are the protectors, and women run screaming. It's uh, I, the way they set it up is sexist, but and then we get her story a little bit about her being in a terrorist attack. <laughs> what the fuck? So I think this is traumatizing <laughs> for her. But there is you want I Jesus. Think, I just don't think they did it well. But there you do want to be able to trust the other person in in a. Honestly, this should have been accompanied by for sure. It was dumb. for sure, dumb, 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 for sure. Um. Anyway, y'all, everyone has like different, varying uh levels of like protecting her. Some push her back. Alan, uh, did like push her back with his arm, with his big Alan arm. Matthew, by the protect her the most. Now she talked to him. She said. She actually kind of cried when she said... I'm like, okay, first of all, there's a Christy and a Kristen. Just be glad you don't... I guarantee you, you can barely remember 15 of their names. Yeah. You got a PA whispering in their ear whose name this one is. This is uh, also totally coming from two gay men who always forget everyone's (laughs) names. So Always. So... Why do you think I call people sugar? Because half the time, I don't know who the fuck they are. You don't know their names. So um, we really don't have a leg to stand on. Well, but he explained it well that I think yeah. he was like, he's on this show. It's the first day. He's nervous. Does it really matter what name? It Alan, doesn't. She made when, a she made a mountain out of a molehill. When Alan is pummeling you with your face buried <laughs> in a pillow, do you care what name he calls you? <laughs> wow. 
You like this, Oscar? Yeah. <laughs> you like this, Tammy? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't care. Call me whatever you want. Yeah. But that little bit of silver on the side of your head makes my dick Ooh, move. Oh, my God. Wow. He's so hot. He is so He's like hot. international man of mystery hot. Oh. Uh, I would beg for it. Oh, God. On my knees. Oh. Um, Alan, let us interview you. <laughs> We'd love to. We would completely keep it professional, as you've already heard. For sure. <laughs> um, so, you guys, uh, what's the next thing? So, y'all, uh, we do get a little bit, Trent is, like, freaked out. We get Gary, um, Jason, yeah, Trent freaks out. Uh Let's see. And then it's really like nobody else. Jay, yeah, it's like whatever. Uh and Budge hates this. We do see Christy's parents saying she's quite she's always been very athletic. She can do what she needs to. And then all of a sudden, uh Christy's father talks while Christy's mother drinks a glass of water and he sings way down upon the Swanee River <laughs> far, far away because he's an old ventriloquist dummy, y'all. You know what I realized is <laughs> I think they put blush on him. I think they did. And it they made did. him look like a ventriloquist dummy. They put blush on they him. They put too much makeup on him and blush and he looks... I think he's white. I think he's very pale. And, yeah, and so it just... They should have done like... <laughs> someone didn't know, maybe men like... With men, you don't put blush on them. You put bronzer on men. He really does look Unless like a, you're Poodle and my... Poodle and I wear blush. He looks like a ventriloquist dummy who's like 80. But even but actually, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We usually wear blonde, bronzer, especially Poodle when we do shows, because he's half drunk by the show and his face is red anyway. Yeah. So I can't add any blush. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. Y'all, if you've ever wanted to see Poodle drunk on stage... Come to a cabaret game. Yeah, I get that way after about... I'm that way about three-quarters through the show. I've been yeah. better recently. You're... Uh, you're. They're shaved. <laughs> he keeps... Why don't you not look at my armpit? You have shaved your armpits. They're not shaved. Do you want to feel them? There no. is hair there. Ooh. You, you Yo, wanna, don't pull over. Do you want to, like, lick them? Do you just <laughs> want to, like, bury your face? <laughs> I'm grossed out. I'm going to throw up. I'm, I'm wearing just natural deodorant, so it won't stick to your tongue. You could just, like, I'm, spit stop, on my armpit. Stop, stop, People are gro- <laughs> legitimately, like, disgusted now. Um. So, you guys, they... They, she's happy about the guys who protected her because she she's super empowered. Um, and it looks like Marcus, Mashed Potatoes, gets a date first. Um, or Marcus and Matthew. Marcus no, Matthew, Matthew gets the date first. So Matthew and them go on the first date. and um, No, we need to talk about Budge. Oh, wait. Uh, yeah, I forgot. They, uh, and oh, so, oh, oh, <laughs> this conversation with, you know what? We're going to talk about Budge. But we need to take a we break. Do, let's just take a break. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. 
No, Poodle, I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right, and you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long, but yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get, and they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. To all our queens, to Caitlin and... The Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, 
and even keep going queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Have hope, have hope Keep going, queens All right, we can continue All right So y'all, Budge I decided that Budge looks like. I don't know. Come at me if you've seen these movies. They're called Wishmaster. <laughs> Wishmaster. It's a weird horror movie genre that I saw one time on some horror movie, and I watched all of them in one day. I bet Bridget it's Green a, knows them all. She probably. There's this one, and he's called the Jin, like like genie, mm-hmm. and he's like. As your command, your wish, and he takes. And he, and he, of course, he makes everyone's wishes. It's terrible. He's like, yeah. I wish, I wish, I, I wish I didn't have this like terrible career. And he makes them poor, of course. Oh, okay. like, and so he punishes them. He looks like the Jin from all the Wishmaster movies. It's okay. Like, uh, but of course, your wish is my command. I feel like he looks like a kid in a Norman Rockwell painting that grew up. Yeah, that too. He's got that. <laughs> He's got, but we see that Budge really does. Y'all, he likes a clean house. <laughs> and he's like, well, we, we had a toy room. We had a clean house because uh, we had a toy room. Everything had a place. And you know what that means? If I was Christy, y'all, that is a red flag. And that means there's I'm, no room. <laughs> I'm never going to be exactly. as important as his mother. That is, oh, that's the And truth. I need to not get in this relationship. There was no room for blacks. Or Jews. Exactly. <laughs> or Browns or in Brown. that toy room. Or new math. <laughs> that devil math. That new math. 
Y'all, as soon as he said, we had a toy room, it it was it gone. All, it, I was like, bye. <laughs> I went, bye. oh, I can see where this is heading. Yeah. Grandpa Budge. Where everything had a place. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, y'all. He's gonna be. He's fine. He says something, and some of the guys have said this, and I just want to talk about this. This is a really term that bothers me. I don't know why they have to call it biological man clock. <laughs> you know. You know why? Because it's a made up term. <laughs> because my biological man clock. They could just say my biological clock. My, but they have because of that it's so associated with women. They have to say they man have to clock separate it. to say that they're not a girl. Exactly. Yeah. Just fucking say men have biological clocks too. But you have just to fucking you say have it. to know masculinity is so fragile. It you really have is. to say you have to say these things y'all to make men heterosexual straight men feel like they are masculine Y'all, it is so fragile you really are lucky if you are a woman especially if you're a queer woman and if you're a queer man we're lucky in some ways because we've realized early on that this whole masculinity is a farce normative just discourse is just a yep. bunch of fucking bullshit and you know what and you're lucky if you have a husband who is cool with you listening to this? Who listens with you? I who guarantee listens to you. Ninety day gays. The sissies and the straight male sissies in our group. Oh, are they fucking, don't have a problem with masculinity. They don't have a problem at all. At all. Some of them are wearing and, nail polish. And there and there's a way letting you their can, wife finger guys, them in the poop shoes. <laughs> they don't care. I was going to say that something serious, but thank you. <laughs> but there's a way to make masculinity empowering. Oh yeah. It is not, however, the and you want to go home and like. Tim out do a Tim fucking Allen routine of grunting. Yeah. Yeah, bullshit. There's because however much you do, what you don't want is masculinity is to be the opposite of femininity. Which is, you know, if which you, is a really sad uh, uh, binary. It's interesting, like just the way Tim Allen's brand is picked up. Because if you look at his early comedy, he actually really is making fun of masculinity. Yeah, he is. But people didn't get the people joke. Didn't get the joke, and they took it on as their yeah. own brand. And then he embraced. That's that. really fair. But if you watch early Tim Allen, he's a really smart guy and a funny comedian, and he was fucking doing. It that. was a joke, and then he. Then he realized, oh, oh, people think this is real. They think this is real. Yeah. So let's promote this. That is very astute. Yeah. I will give you that. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Hello, blind squirrel with finding nut. <laughs> exactly. So, um, Matthew, and uh, she wants to go on a date with Matthew. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, uh, I'm, I'm so happy. Uh, to, to be on a date with you. Uh, this is why I'm here. And they go into some kind of weird ski lodge slash hunting lodge with every combination of flannel in it. Lots of it's flannel. god awful. Oh, I thought it looked cozy. It looked no, like it, a Pendleton ad. <laughs> it did. <laughs> I'm saying there was just too much going on. There was a lot going on. There was a really nice charcuterie. There, No, it wasn't. It was gaudy. Y'all... y'all uh oh! You need if to go. Poodle, to, go, go to if Poodle has one opinion, you're about to hear go it. Go to G- Gary Janetti's page uh, on on uh, Instagram or Twitter. He's coming for white women with their charcuterie platters. <laughs> it's amazing. Because <laughs> y'all, if you're a white bitch, you have got a charcuterie platter that you spent way too much money on. 
Probably. <laughs> They're so expensive. Y'all, and Oreos are not something you can put on no. a charcuterie. You're going to buy expensive salami, expensive cheese. The board itself is like $70. You know, and I love her, but we kind of have to give it for Anna Garten for she really does that. She did, but it. I I call out those DIY bitches worse. They had charcuterie platters in all of Pinterest. If you do, if you do DIY shit, there's a charcuterie board in every I single. Do, I do love a charcuterie uh, board because you're though. a basic white bitch. Tell you don't like a nice charcuterie board there's for too dinner much with, there for with, me. with wine. No, there's too much there for me. I have seen him go all in on many a charcuterie board. <laughs> I said that. So he is shading you. Y'all, it is totally fine to be his, a basic bitch who it, loves our charcuterie his board. fat girl goes Come in at on us. It. Come at us if you are a basic bitch who loves the charcuterie that board. That is my favorite fall dinner when it gets a of little- Of course it is. When it gets a little crisp in the air, you You're get a, so fucking oh, basic. Oh, no, I love it. When it gets a little crisp in the air, you open the windows. I put on a shawl. I get a Cabernet and then a charcuterie board. Oh. If you were a woman, you would possibly be the most basic bitch ever. Oh. So I true. Uh, so, y'all, let's move on. They, uh, She basically tells him that she was in a t- the terrorist attack in Nice with no preparation at all. Yeah. And, and he was like, what? What? Um, but she said that it, the thing that I realized is that I do... She didn't say it as well, but I think she was trying to... The, kind of what I was saying earlier, she wants someone that in a crisis could take care of her. Because I don't think she really wants someone to be the man for her, but I get it. It came off that way, and it was gross. Yeah, it just... Oh, God. It, and then they went to look at it's fireworks. It's so scripted. And it was really pretty. There's a great oh, song. The, yeah. That is, I had to Shazam it, you guys. And it's called, Off Like a Firework. Off like a firework, <laughs> off like a firework, off. This just repeats that phrase over and over, you over guys. Over and over. Off like a firework, off like a firework. And strangely, the artist was not Katy Perry that you think. Um, <laughs> oh, I had somebody too. I it mean, was, what, well, what mine, mine said it was, uh, 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 her name was Kitty Party. <laughs> Kitty Party. Kitty Party. Oh, Kitty Party. I like that. I like my, mine said it was Katie Tyler Perry. <laughs> uh, the bastard child of Steven Tyler. <laughs> Didn't really have a career. Katie Tyler Perry. <laughs> I like Kitty Party too, though. But looks just like Steven Tyler. Exactly. With the feather in her hair yes. and everything. Yes. Y'all. Steven Tyler's a witch. I think she is. I think she is too. She still looks I, good. I kind of love Steven Had Tyler. Had a lot of work done though. And when I'm that old, I kind of want to wear eyeliner all the time and have my hair blown out. He has a real sense of humor about himself though. Wouldn't you want to yeah. have eyeliner all the time when you're 70? Yeah. Uh, I do want to. I want it now. <laughs> I kind of do too. Um, so then, uh, they kiss. It's really nice. If you want to know if he loves you, sure, we chin ears, cures. And he basically says, it's, this is the best first date, best first date ever. And his mother is like, with her beautiful white hair and her chiclet teeth, she's just like standing there saying, I knew it. 
Have that baby, Matthew. Uh, then the time is the date with Marcus, mashed Which potatoes. We really have never gotten to know no. yet at all. You know, I've got to say, someone came at me for saying mashed potatoes. I love mashed potatoes. Yeah. You can do Marcus cheddar mashed hot. potatoes. You can do... Sour cream. You can do truffle mashed potatoes. You can do mashed potatoes up a lot. I'm just saying that at the root, he's mashed potatoes. Which is shocking when you meet his mother. Oh, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> because she what is a... What the fuck? She is a pistol and I want to hang out with that woman. Um, So, her and mashed potatoes go to... um. A base, basketball uh, go to a game. Basketball game. Y'all sports. We were confused. Yeah, the Atlanta Hawks or Somebody, whatever the fuck. I don't know. But and they the, go to a, then the mascot comes up and like starts roughing them up. You I know, know what? You, I know you don't were. Don't you a, come for mascots? I know they you were, were a very, mascot. Yes. They really bother me, y'all. We when mascots very come up to me. Come at me if you're bothered by mascots like harassing you. We can't use words. We can't. It's a. It's a whole. We have to have Y'all, a whole way of he speaking. Was a, he was a mascot in high school. I was Bruno the Longhorn for four years, and I'm not conceited about a lot of things. But y'all, I was fantastic. I won a national <laughs> award and went to fucking London wait, for it. Wait, I did the National Cheerleader Association. I won the competition. Me and like 20, 20 other people that wanted to pay the fee. <laughs> but I won. I was going to say, I never really heard that phrase that way before. How was the mascot part of the cheerleading team? Did you have to tumble? Did you have to do jumps? Uh, no, yeah, I could do somersaults and things. But mascots don't have to do. Professional mascots are different. It's more about doing fun character stuff. This is really niche. And I don't want to talk about it anymore. You're the one that brought it up. <laughs> I'm saying I don't want them in my face. I'm just saying k- kudos to mascots. <laughs> anyway, so they this go to really they go to the VIP section. Which have you been to a, a VIP box? And they're nice. A, oh my, y'all! It's really hard to go back to going to a regular sporting event after you've been in a VIP box. Yes and no, because I've also <laughs> sat on like the tenth row of a Clippers game. And those basketball players are oh, close. they're so hot. Oh, and oh my God, you just—it's like the, you can with smell the, the sweat just coming off of their okay, forearms. Okay, you need to calm down. And their dicks just swinging between those baggy shorts. They're, no, they're wearing underwear. Maybe in your world. <laughs> but I think the best thing about—I am gripping those, the couch. I know like you I'm are about to get fucked. Those those VIP boxes—you forget you're at a basketball game or a baseball game because you're just having fun and you're drinking. You're drinking alcohol, you're having food, and you're like talking to people. Those are my favorite sports sports events. I'm so glad you brought that. Made me think of a story. So I oh, once God. went to a basketball game for my day job. We were invited by like some firm or whatever. They had two tickets, and one of the attorneys, he's this younger attorney. He's really funny. He's like used to be a rabbi, but he's from Atlanta. His name's Avi, and he's like I love he's Avi. very hot. He's, he's so sweet. hot. He used to be a rabbi. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, he used to be a total wild child. Now he's like settled down. Has wife and the son and all that yeah he laughs like that he goes <laughs> but super cool guy really just so cute he's so cute anyway he, he'd be grossed out by you saying that oh no he would love he loves all that he loves it when i flirt with him speaking of we're at this event like and there's like three or four other attorneys and he said i see i'm talking to this one attorney and i see avi and i went together we met there he said but then i see maddie talking to this woman and he said and i realized Maddie has no clue that she's horrified because she thinks Maddie is hitting on her. <laughs> and he's like, and this poor woman is fucking 
clueless. It, was she headless? Uh, exactly. And so, what but, was wrong with her? If so, uh, I don't know. Blind, so, perhaps. So Avi came over to her because Avi was married at the time, or he still is married. Didn't have a kid yet, or anything, but was married and just uh, came over to her. And he rubbed my back and he was like, "Hey, baby, how's it going?" <gasps> And I said, fine. And then he said, oh, uh, did you meet my boyfriend? So he pretended to be gay. And then the woman totally became comfortable. And then we both laughed about it and got really drunk. And then he, straight guys, this is why you should have a gay best friend. As we left the game, we were just walking by each other, not holding hands or anything. And there was all these drunk (laughs) woohoo girls. That were like, they were like girls with big tits like yeah, yeah, yeah. the boxes. Yeah, yeah. And they were walking like, oh my God, you're such a cute couple. And Albie started going. <laughs> and so then I held his hand. And then these girls just started showing us their yeah. tits saying, I just got my boobs done. What do you think? And Albie's yeah, just. Woohoo look, girls love gay couples, y'all. They just, they literally just <laughs> asking us to show them their tits. Yeah, they need someone to show them. So straight men in our group, if you're single, get yourself a gay best friend and you'll get some pudding And you can pain. do stuff with them sometimes. You know, sometimes <laughs> you can just be friends. Not in Poodle's world. Not in Poodle's I've world. I've turned way too many. I don't know if I've turned them all the way. I've turned them at least a half turn. So they'll do stuff with me that night. A quarter turn. A to quarter the, turn. To the left and to the straight left, on till morning. <laughs> First asshole to the left, left and straight on till morning. <laughs> Y'all, that was a bed knobs and broomsticks and no, a it's, Peter Pan yeah, reference. Say, yes. <laughs> Come at us if you know bed knobs and broomsticks. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. Um, anyway, so she goes up. Angela so, Lansbury. So... They okay, kiss cam. They got the kiss cam at the basketball game. Yeah. Did you think he wimped out or do you think it was a chivalrous thing to do? I think do? it was sweet. They don't know each other. That's what I thought too. Yeah. And the audience went, Boo Which it's you would have done. Drunk, maybe. You get to drunk you become people, such a loud audience. I, person. Yo, I'm You're really, belligerent at I'm games. really bad because I almost got beaten up as a Braves fan at <laughs> at a at a Dodgers game. Because I'm like, fuck this! And I'm like trash-talking everybody. I get really belligerent. I do. Especially when my team is is winning. And I'm like, oh, look at that! Look at that! I'm like, people are like, you know, there's such a thing as being a good winner. And that you are not that ever. <laughs> ever. And that's okay. You I wasn't taught to be that well. Yeah, we've heard Y'all, about your mother biting somebody mother, on the leg. <laughs> mother Poodle's not a good winner either. She'll lord it over you when she wins. Wow! <laughs> I won! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Even with my niece and nephews, she'll do that. Oh, BB1. <laughs> Try again next time. Wow. <laughs> so I did notice when he hugged her, y'all, Marcus has a big hole in his sweater. I noticed that too. And I'm like, he's an anesthesiologist. Yeah. He can afford a sweater. You know what? When you're mashed potatoes, the last thing you're thinking about is your clothes. Anesthesiologists make good money. I know. He could have gone saying. to Brooks Brothers and got a new one. She could have. Anyway. But when you're in mashed potatoes, that's the last thing you're thinking about. Although you're just thinking about buttery goodness. I guess that's good. I guess that shows he's straight. Yeah, that's true. Doesn't know. Um, let's talk about Marx's mother. Okay, so she's he's obviously like some kind of Latin, which was weird because he looks he's so American. So white. Yeah. Yeah. Um she's had some Stuff done to her face. If you want to know what Poodle and I are going to look like when they're 75, 
That's it. She looks, In fact, Poodle might have the same accent just because he's going to be that person when he's yeah. old that has an accent. She looks a little bit like, if you remember Real Housewives of Miami, that mother. Oh, um, yeah. 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 I can't remember her name. Uh, she looks a little bit like that. She's had a lot she of does. work done. She does. Um, but I went, my, oh, my. <laughs> my, oh, my. My oh my! Mommy's proud of you. She looks sweet though. Yeah, she looks. She looks fun. He she just had a lot done. But y'all, he goes in at the end of the day and he yeah, kisses her good. Sweet. I, I I like him too, because I will say this, you guys: mashed potatoes are never bad, even no. when they're like potato buds. And sometimes you're never going to turn them away. You're going to want that for a husband more than you're going to want fucking Angelo. I will say that is I buffalo would choose wings. It that's true. And buffalo wings are often bad. Often bad and give you the shits. Mm-hmm. I will say I would not choose mashed potatoes uh, as a husband, but he would be great for a couple dates. And maybe you know what? Who am I to say? I might choose mashed potatoes you as a won't, husband because you date bad guys. You always <laughs> go wow! for the bad guy. I was just. Red for you filth. Always go for the oh, bad guys. Wow. Tell me you don't. I'm being better. You I've are being become, better. I've become better. I used to always go for the bad guys. Late twenties and early thirties for Ooh, Poodle. Ooh, those were, were hard. bad times. I dated guys who loved to ignore me. That's I if you didn't ignore me, I wasn't interested in you. Y'all come at me if you were a poodle. If you were a poodle in your late twenties and thirties. I'll never forget when Poodle just Made out with our friend Mark's friend, that guy. Oh, just, I wonder what he's doing now. I mean, he just made out <laughs> with this guy in front of us. It was a New Year's <laughs> Eve of just random people getting together. I made out in public with a lot of people. I jumped. That was the night that I jumped in the bed naked, and no one else was in the and pool. No one else was streaking, and people were like, "Is that guy naked?" Yeah, <laughs> at a house in the Hollywood Hills. People were like, "Someone called the cops." <sighs> Anyway, so we can talk about Angelo now. So, um, so anyway, we the guys have a meet and they're kind of trying to figure it out who's done it. Angelo, after the third time really of being approached, finally comes clean and says, "Well, I may have said something. I may have been the one." And they're like, "What did you say?" And he's like, "Well, then he tells them everything he said." I fucking hate this guy. He's gross, and it makes sense the way he is because then we get a cut of. Angela's brother and father, and I just wrote, <laughs> what the fucking fuck, 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 fuck is happening? Oh, bada bing, bada goom, goomba. Y'all, the outfit is from like... Right, yeah, it was weird. 1970s. Like the old country. Y'all, he was hot when he was in the 70s, and yeah. he got chicks, and he's still wearing the same suit. It's very Florida by way of Staten Island. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, this family has killed people. I agree. They Something's look like mafia. Angelo. Angelo. Yeah, there's there's a familiar connection here. They're like here. if Tony Danza didn't go stay with Angela, but instead <laughs> got into a drug ring. It didn't go well. Didn't go well for Tony. Samantha. <laughs> Samantha. It's a time for do and a time for living. A brand new life around the bend. That son is gay. I'll never forget. He was on a award show and he walked up and just, it's like when he was 24 and he's like, Who's the boss now, bitch? Yes. And I went, Whoa. What's his name? Like Danny. Jonathan. Danny Pinataro. Pinataro. Whatever. Danny, pin me in my asshole. 
I wonder what he looks like now. Uh, he always looked rather strange. I mean, he's got. I'm, oh, he just. I got so. What is all this? Oh, y'all! By the way, come at me on my Peloton. Everybody's following me. Oh God! It's Wonder Matt. You're come at me. You are now. I love. Could it. you be more basic? I love it. Really, there are really very like few it. ways you could be more basic. I love it, Danny Penitaro. Supposedly, he and Alyssa Milano still talk. Oh yeah, they're good friends. He doesn't even. Um, oh, he hasn't aged well. No, he. I think he's in Vegas now with his husband. Oh, really? Yeah. He came out for a while, and everybody's like, "We know." Yeah. He, we saw. We saw you mince around. It, it looks like he might have. I hope not, but he looks like he done some. I done think some he, stuff in I life. Think he came out as HIV positive. Uh, uh, maybe from sucking a guy's dick. And it was weird that he came. I'm gonna. I'm saying something, y'all, and I'm realizing. I'm. I think it was off the cuff. I just feel like he looks like he's had a hard little time, but yeah. that's all right. Um. But you know what? I love that show. <laughs> I loved that show. Okay. <laughs> Judith did. Light, y'all. Now talk about a fucking ally for the LGBT community. Judith fucking Light. We have you can't come for Judy Garland, Liza Minnelli. You can't come for Judith. We Light. should add Judith. I Light. dare you. Oh. I- Mm-mm. I'll fly to where you are, even in Corona times. Mm-hmm. And I'll read be you. furious. We'll get um, Angelo's brother and father to take care of you. So, you guys, uh, Budge, it, the the four are um, Matthew, Mario, Matthew, Angelo, Mario, Budge. Luke, John, Acts, Apostles. Acts. <laughs> um, those are books of the Bible. I know for a Catholic, it's Revelations. It's, it's, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yo, you know the Catholics barely know the books of the Bible. I guarantee you, this one couldn't tell me anything. I mean, the priest is there to do that for you, right? I mean, they know it all, so you don't have to. <laughs> is it really that important? Um, it's only your eternal soul. Yeah, there you um, go. So, uh, Marcus is upset. He's not the first guy finger dragged into the uh, into the the kept category. Well, because they got to make you think. It's the producers. Yeah, said. he he's he doesn't understand this is a show. Because if yeah, poodles on this show or me, the first person we'd be like Alan. They're like, don't pick Alan first right. every right. time. Right. Uh, and so God, I hope his dick pic leaks after this. I I hope there's all the dick pics leak because they will because all these fuckers oh, are thirsty. Y'all, let us know. Uh, anyway. Uh, so th- everyone's in except for Mario, Budge, Nathan, Nathan, Matthew, and Angelo. Yes. Um, and I wrote all so, and Angelo was saved. And well, I wrote down all the guys are gonna fucking hate him. I think the producers told her you need to keep Angelo. Maybe I don't think she wants Who to go on a date with a him. Who dark? But the producers because it's gonna make fucking drama. I guess so. But she even said. I'm glad he told me some of these things. No, the producers just told her what to say to keep him in there. Anyway, so she's not. I'm telling you, he'll be gone in two episodes. Yep. So Mark Budge is gone because uh, he will. Angelo walks back and he's like, "Hey!" And everybody's like, "Hey!" And literally, they're <laughs> like, "Why the fuck are you here?" So she Keith uses, was pissed. Yeah, yeah. Keith's gonna have some moments next week. Woo! I have a feeling. Um. So Mario, she basically says, "You know, you're you didn't say that you want two healthy babies. You just said you want two sons. And these are 
weird reasons to eliminate people. But but she has to in the middle. Of the, but what she, else? She's got to eliminate them for some reason. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Also, I feel like something they haven't done yet. They I'll, hopefully we do get to meet her parents because y'all. If I was having a kid with somebody, I'd want to meet <laughs> their fucking parents. Oh, I think that we will. They better. Um, because so, if I was no offense, but if I was interested in you and then I met your mother, I'd peace out. <laughs> so many men I've dated have said the same thing. That's why I've done it. Your mother will not meet them until the wedding, the wedding night. The wedding night. Yeah, yep. Night before the wedding. Yep. <laughs> she can't come at them. Rehearsal dinner. That's yep. it. And she'd get them drunk there and tell them all and find out everything she could and use it against them. She, my mother was, uh, when my brother got engaged, my brother was, my mother was very, very, she's like, well, this is the best one that's come along. So let's just hope for, hope for the best. Wow. <laughs> my sister-in-law does not listen to this podcast. Thank God. I'm, and Betsy is wonderful. She's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, my, you know, it's just my mother. She's come at us if you're a mother and you have a son, and your daughter-in-law's <laughs> never going to be good enough. No, it happens. Just admit it. It's it's a problem with just where you see yourself in your children's lives. You're you you have a blind spot com- compared with another woman in your son's life. It just happens. It's why and sometimes you might have a great daughter-in-law. It's why our mothers are glad we're gay. Oh, they would yeah. destroy our wives. Oh, yeah, mine would, yeah, definitely. Be mm-hmm. bad. Anyway, so, Mark. Why do they do this privately now, by the way? Why are they doing it before she, I liked it better, before they did it like Bachelor style with her Because this up is a she, Fox show and there's no rules. They were like, said, can I have you come in here? I'm <laughs> can like, I no. Stay here for a second? You should do this in front of fucking everybody. I didn't like it. Um, I don't like anything about the show. <laughs> I do like the show. Um, I like Christy. I do like her. Uh, I find her totally boring. I, I, no, I. Well, there's she seems nothing. Fun. Mm, okay. <laughs> she'd be like, would be, she'd be fun at a Tupperware party. Just chat a little bit. Uh, Have a mocktail. She cocktail. would. I would. I would talk to her for three sentences, and then move to another seat. Rocktail. Uh, anyway, so she tells Mario. To uh, peace out And she's like He's like I can hear I can taste I can feel Peace out I'm alive I'm alive mama uh, Megan uh, the cat is alive I feel gaudy And what is it And what is it I feel Manic And panic But I'm alive I'm alive That's some applause The musical y'all The musical version Of All About Eve And it's not good It's not good But That song is great Poodle sang it in the Cabergay that we did. When I came back from a when coma. When came back from the coma. Called, I'm alive. I'm alive. Nice voice break. Well, you know. Anyway. So work on those high notes. Mario's gone. And then we see. <clears throat> and Mario, yeah, he's, he's out. And there's and, Matt left. Thanks for she, yawning. Well. Um, and so she, she uh, fakes him out and says, blah, blah, blah. Of course I still want to date you. And it's cute. And he says, I'm feeling a myriad of emotion. 
this is the one word they told you not to use in a high school essay or college essay, a myriad. You can also use it as an adjective and it works better. Like I'm having myriad emotions. Just don't use the word. Don't use the word. It's overused in any scholarly writing. Don't ever try. He just heard it one time and thought it sounded smart. I still like him. I like him too. Oh yeah, I remember when you said you wanted to sit on his face. Don't get me wrong, I like him. Twirl like a lazy Susan. (laughs) Lazy Susan, fuck me in the ass. (laughs) How does your garden grow? Uh, Anyway, uh, one dick, three dick. Oh my god, I'm a hoe. (laughs) Anyway, I think that's all I had. Y'all, that was it. I'm, I am enjoying this show. Um, it's stupid. I find it we don't know whether she's semen looking or love looking. It doesn't make sense. I find it interesting. We 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 didn't do this the first episode, but who are your top three competitors? Good idea, Poodle. your competitors. My, because y'all, this is all about jizz. This yeah. is not about love. It's because about jizz. Because it's all about that jizz. About oh, that, that jizz. jizz. Get oh, it in me. It's no. All ab- no romance. It's no all rom- about that jizz. We, we could have done that as a theme song, maybe for season two. Uh, no, thanks like for being helpful <laughs> with giving me. <laughs> My- Y'all, it is left to me to do all of this. Top three competitors. Let's do. I'm going to do one, then you do one. Let's go back and forth. So my okay. my first one is the obvious one is Matthew is a top yep, three competitor. I agree. Um, and why do you agree with that? Like what? Um, uh, I think he quote unquote protected her. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems the most on the same page with her emotionally. Mm-hmm. And I think he sounds like he hears her. I was going to say he listens to her. He Honestly, that's what she needs because I don't think any man has ever really listened to her before. I think all this is, y'all uh, need some somebody advice, to listen to some you out there. advice for uh, straight men. Straight men, all you have to do is listen to a woman. And uh, and just actually comment on what she says. She will spread her legs for you. You don't you, have to fix it. No, don't try to just listen. Say, I'm telling you, that sucks. Is that hard for you? Is that sad? Women, How are you feeling about that? Women will drop their panties like crazy. I'm sure straight men listen to this show for advice to date women. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> that was a gift. That was a gift. That's all women want, y'all. Is just to be listened to and validated. That's all women want. That's all I want. That's all I want. Yeah. Um, uh, who's your number two? Um, uh, Marcus. Mashed oh, potatoes. Is, is mashed potatoes? Yes, mashed potatoes. Oh, I think he's gonna flounder. I think he'll be out later. I think mashed potatoes is is gonna stay around longer. Okay. I yep. I think uh, she did say she was very attracted to him. So maybe. Yep. I actually think I think Kyle is gonna come from. Ooh. Come from behind. I think because the story of my third autobiography. He was the second <laughs> or the first person she picked. Yeah. Ooh, because she knows. She know what I know. She knows. She know what she I got know. The sense. Mm-hmm. Y'all saw when that episode where she wore her hair in pigtails. That means, come on, Paul. She's a dick pig. She's a dick pig. My, we'll just do two because there's not a lot of others. Because okay. let's be honest. Uh, I do think Alan. I think Alan too. Alan. I think Alan. He's. There's already been too much focus on him from uh, the editing standpoint exactly. at the beginning of the show. All the others, like Stuart, Stuart just makes her feel safe. Stuart, and y'all, 
there's he's no attraction, but there's no attraction there. He's one of the most likable, like good Agreed, reality show but she's people. She's not. She's not attracted to him. I don't think she's attracted to him either. She's not attracted to him. Keith, we haven't seen anything except for him being angry. Yeah. Um. Um. I don't think there's any other wild. Car- Trent is is in the middle there. No one else has really penetrated her circle, if you know what I mean. And that's our competitors. Those are our competitors. Competitor. We'll C-U-M. see you changes next week. Y'all, that is the show. Thank you so much for jumping on this train with us. If you want to listen to episode crazy three, train. you're going to have to get behind the, the gay tree on wall, which is going to be up next week. Also, starting June 1st, we are adding a third tier. $8 tier. It's our don't pull over tier. Don't pull over tier. So just to quickly summarize, the $5 tier, the uh, Lonely Heart, is going to be everything you get now. Vintage 90 Day Gays. You're going to get our 90 Day Gays presents. Our presents things, series. Things like, like this. Like Labor of Love, you can get at the $5 tier. Love is Blind. <laughs> And then Poodle, the eight dollar tier is going to be the bi curious episode, which used to be at the fifteen dollar tier, but now will so be at the eight dollar yeah, tier. So, y'all, if you're missing, if you want to hear us talk about all kinds of fucking shit like this, this is a bi curious episode, basically. Yes, we're going to be doing smothered. <laughs> we're next doing month. smothered for sure. We're doing the first one, and depending on how many people join at the eight dollar level, if it's the we're number two, we, we could be doing two. Not, we'll see. Y'all got to come for us. Got to come for us that way. Um, and then the $15 tier. And the $15 tier is going to be our watch-alongs that we have edited for your pleasure. 30-minute watch-along. Um, we also have our Sissy Spotlight. Sissy Spotlight. Spot alert. God damn it. Now I'm singing it. It's fine. <laughs> and that'll be more information on that, but that'll basically where you can leave a voicemail that will be integrated in our regular 90 Day yeah, Fiance show. all those have different uh, mer- merch discounts, you guys. You do. And then that. lastly, the $15 tier... We're going to be doing a once a month YouTube live with yes, y'all. that's just the big for, one, y'all. Just for those people, we had such a good time. I really with enjoyed that it YouTube as well. Live. It's it's nice to get instant. It was nice that I was one. drunk. You were, <laughs> you were. So y'all, so that's what's going on. We got a lot of fun stuff. We got smothered coming up next week in our bi curious episode because it's fucking June. Can you believe it? It's June. June, June, June. Just because it's June. 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 Poodle's going to post a video on June 1st. Of Leslie Uggams. In the Sissy Squad, and y'all are going to die. He'll post it on June 1st. Yeah. So, y'all, lastly... If you want any merch, go to 90daygays.com. A lot of you are starting to come at us and say you're listening to Dear Maddie. A lot of you are catching up on Sweet Tea. You can find all of our podcasts there. And you can also, if you go to 90daygays.com, you can, um, well, what else can they do at 90daygays.com? They can, I guess You can it. register for our newsletter. I think that's up. I yeah. don't know if we can do that okay. yet. Uh, you can, you can... <laughs> We're working on it. If you want to register for the we're one. We're trying to make our website we're better, trying. y'all. We're uh, trying. If, <laughs> we're trying. If you want to register for. I gotta be. If you want to register for the newsletter, there's a link to that in the show notes on your podcast yep. app. You can do that there. Last but not least, leave a review. Leave we're, a review. I love a review. We're closing in on 2000. Which we said we were going to do a live show. That might have to wait we're because gonna, of the I pandemic. I want to talk to you about how we would do a live show via Zoom. Oh, we God. might do that. I'm glad you brought up something completely unattainable <laughs> in the middle of a show. I like to think outside the box. We, I don't think it's possible. And by outside the box, I mean something that's not vagina. I don't like you talking about your box ever. All right, everybody. Thank y'all, y'all for listening. Thank you for listening. And remember, semen you later. Oh, God. we got to think of a new sign-off. Oh, 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 oh.
just like five times. Sperm in my pussy. Ooh, this is sticky. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.